0: So as if I didn't give myself enough pressure to get things done now I'm inviting people over <laughs> Saturday for dinner so you know what do you think do you think I mm, no I don't want to ask this one what? here I just I'm wondering if somebody that you spent New Year's Eve with likes the other somebody that I've been talking to on a regular basis that runs the homesteading group I really am because I I don't know they just they you would think that they would be like best buddies you know type situation but I mean I think it's just because they know us and we think oh we know them and we like them and we know them and we like them we assume that they would know each other and like each other but they they don't hang out like I was expecting them to be invited for New Year's Eve right oh and, yeah and and then you know and he was like who <laughs> almost like <laughs> I was like wait what <laughs> like okay, well, I mean, well.
1: hey, if they just if they just haven't spent enough time together yet, then I mean, we're gonna be. It'd be great if like that it was the three of us all, you know, being good friends. Like that'd be yeah. great. But now I'm like scared. <laughs> oh,
0: I would. Ta- well, I would take that. You know, here's the great thing about it is I I know now where um where they live, mm-hmm. and they live down by um tacos del ranchero, okay. tacos me ranchero, okay. They live down there, and they live over that way uh-huh. towards, so we're in the middle. So how cool, like yeah. if you had the two of them and working garden and doing everything together and that kind of stuff, just saying could be something that could be great or something that could be not so great. Cause then <laughs> I know you, you, you like to do things on your time without schedules and, and complications. And yeah. you would rather just wedge I'll things get in versus more comfortable like, with
1: when I'm like, I feel like I'm on the same level as other people and all these other people are doing mm-hmm. things. And I, you know, it's only my third year doing most of this stuff, and yeah. I'm just, you know, it just makes me, like, I don't like being told over and over again if I'm wrong about something because this is a very self-paced Holly thing yeah. instead of it being, like, my job. Well,
0: but you know what? But you can't because, um, one, she's had mixed results as far as her success. The other is coming from a completely different arid zone and is having those kinds of struggles. What sucked to me, and I just thought about it, was how cool it would be, um, uh, How cool it would be there? They don't. They're not available (laughs) over the weekend. How cool it would be if they were like over here, and then you could go to a Sunday brunch over at 1854 because they're closed. (laughs) So, and yeah, but I just, I just thought that was kind of cool to think about. So, but yeah, you know, you gotta stop trying to make me friends. (laughs) I will. I will. Some point. You know, you just need to like. Who was it? The you said that was little, little Ashley or little Lindsay. Little Lindsay. Like, th- you said, oh, it's somebody I actually like. It's like... Yeah, she's 16, <laughs> so it's weird. Oh, okay, little Lindsay. I thought you meant, like, just her height, not age. No, but, okay. she's
1: taller than me. Oh. <laughs> she's little Lindsay because I had manager Lindsay, and she was the younger one, and it just worked because she was, you know, 16.
0: <laughs> Got it. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, no, everybody that I get along with is still younger because they just... You know, people get older and then they just get to a point where they either are older and stupid. They don't know what they're doing still Mm -hmm. or they're older and they know exactly what they want. And I'm not a part of that. Or they're too stubborn
0: to say that they could be wrong, which I find interesting, too. So either way. Yeah. Stop
1: trying to make me friends. Okay, You have no (laughs) friends. I don't. It's just it's whatever.
0: Okay, Well, that's fair. And with that said, thank you for joining us on the afternoon dive for the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time by two people who are have no friends
1: you so have, friends. have a You friend. a friend I have coming have over a friend.
0: I have one friend he was very happy to hear that he was like my best friend but it's like you know you're the only one <laughs> like uh, it's all good I'm not I'm not stressing it we're friends so I'm your friend you're my friend oh well, yeah I so would I'm hope so go <laughs> I would do anyways so um we're going to talk, today we're going to talk about business, maybe a little bit about the garden, but we're going to start off with uh, something we haven't done in a couple of weeks because yeah. we've just had so much content and information, but you found a great A-T-I-A, right? hmm So, or A-I-T-A, sorry, um, <laughs> which is, Am I the A-Hole? And so you wanted to read that, which means that I'm ready to be blindsided, so. Uh,
1: you see, I do it once, and <laughs> you just don't trust me.
0: I, well, you know what? It was good, and <laughs> a lot of people listened and liked it, apparently, so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm ready for it as I'm ever going to be. So <laughs> so this one is from user physical underscore employee 932,
1: and it's titled, Am I the a-hole for smoking weed in my living room on the day that my two younger cousins visited?
0: Instant reply, yes.
1: <laughs> so first impression, yes.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: So here's the deal. I, 19 male smoke weed all day, every day. It's just a normal part of my routine, and I don't see anything wrong with it, and this is not something that I want to be judged on. My mom is completely against me smoking weed and she's always telling me to stop. I believe that cannabis is nature's medicine and that society is oppressive to those who use it. It has helped me in so many ways and it upsets me that it's still stigmatized. I understand. Um... My mom told me a few years ago that my uncle and younger or wow, my mom told me a few days ago that my u- uncle and younger cousins, 4 and 6 years old, would be over around 3 p.m. yesterday and asked me not to smoke on that day. She always gets upset if she sees me smoking, so I didn't do it while she was home. She went to the grocery store in the morning and I figured it would be okay to blaze up in the living room with the windows open before my cousins showed up. Well, as it turns out, my uncle and two cousins showed up early and walked in right as I was in the middle of smoking a joint and lounging on my couch in my underwear. It was a really embarrassing moment, and I'm sure They didn't
0: knock? They just walked in?
1: I I guess. Wow, okay. Um, It was a really embarrassing moment, and I'm sure my small cousins were shocked to see me like that. To make matters worse, they saw me coughing in a haze of smoke as they walked in. "'My uncle was upset and screamed at me for smoking in front of the children and being, quote-unquote, irresponsible. "'He told me that I needed to grow up and start thinking about the consequences of my actions. "'I could tell that he was really disappointed in me, and the whole situation made me really frustrated. "'I know this was not a good situation, and I regret that my cousins had to see me like that, <laughs> but here's the thing. "'I don't think I did anything wrong. My mom told me the wrong arrival time, "'so how was I supposed to know that my cousins would be coming over early?' And I don't see what the big deal is about smoking weed in my own home as long as I'm not bothering anyone. If I had been told the correct time, this would have been avoided.
0: Are we ignoring the underwear side of this to the cousins? Like, you show up and you're in your underwear and your cousins – well, I mean, it could be well, boxers or what, whatever. Either way, yeah.
1: I, no matter what, them showing up early, he could have – like, all of that would have been different if they right. showed up at the right time or if he was told the right time. Okay. And so, I get that. I It's the biggest thing is, like, yeah, it still makes you an asshole – but it's not your nah, fault that you, you're the asshole you know for yeah, this I, in particular. Here,
0: here's, the, here's the thing. Okay. Now, my initial, I'm retracting it. Okay. <laughs> because my initial, was, yeah, you're the asshole. Because the way it sounded was like your cousins are there and you're, yeah, like, and you're like, man, I don't parents. care. It was like, I'm smoking <laughs> up. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, I'm smoking up. Don't do drugs, kids. You know, it's yeah. like what, whatever stigmatism or anything else because. Again, we live a life what we call he do non-victa, right? Mm-hmm. Which means do whatever you want. As long as you don't make victims of other people in the process. It's Latin. Look it up. It's happy. And I love it. Mm-hmm. And that's how we live. Um, I don't smoke weed. You know, I have smoked weed. Yeah, same for me. I don't, and I have. Yeah, and weed was the equivalent of Nyquil for me. Didn't do anything special. It didn't relax me. It just put me to sleep. And I just Um, have
1: bad reactions to it. I've tried several times. mm -hmm. It just I get I get anxiety attacks from it. So it's
0: just not not for me. And I I like my brain the way that it works right now. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Good. So so yeah. So I don't. But at the same time. Lock your door. I mean that's, that's, well, yeah, that's like the some... only thing I can think of is like, well, like hey, what's well, well, But but well here's the thing. If 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 we're expecting that somebody's gonna come over, like we spend that time like, you know, a good couple hours before anybody comes over. Like we invited people over for this weekend, right? I know us. What we do is the last couple hours before they show up, we're cleaning up and taking care of things and we try to take care of things from front to back so we lessen the likelihood that they see us taking out a bag of trash, you know, out front or mowing the lawn before they get here type situation. We try to do things, you know, with, with a little bit more, um, forethought and, you know, because Mm -hmm. potentials for, for, you know, just variances happen. I mean, that's literally what it happened. I don't know. I don't think you're the a-hole. I literally don't. I think that the only thing I can say is again, the door, but even there, if your cousin's walk just walks into your house, he's lucky that all you were doing was in your underwear. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, that's it's your apartment. It's your place. Yeah, that's place. what I it's feel like. Home. It is your
1: house. And you yeah. can't be faulted for smoking weed in your own home. Right. And for them to not show up at the time you were told. And I highly doubt that your cousins
0: don't know that you smoke weed before this.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's just, like, having a stigma around it. Yeah, it, I understand. And this is where people are going to change their, you know... But have, you know, be a human kind of, you know, there's there's empathy that you should have towards the mother. She doesn't like it. Right. Just be nice about it. Like, I don't care.
0: Take away weed and put anything else in there. What if what if their mother is like a hot, you know, is a vegan, like a strict vegan and doesn't want their kid, her kids exposed to meat at all. And they come to your house and they see you eating a rotisserie chicken in your underwear in the living room. Right. Yeah. It's going to be the same reaction from them. What are you doing? Does you know, that we're sensitive. OK. You know what? Whatever. It
1: doesn't matter. Right. It's still his house. My house. It, it, it's you know mm-hmm. n- he's 19 i get it yeah. he's he's still young and he's stupid but he's smoking weed and, and he does it all the time found freedom yeah i i get it well it's it's he's still living with his mother that's the thing mm. and that's where i go it's like okay well if this is how you feel then move out that's my you yeah. know but if he doesn't have the the ability to or anything like that or whatever it may be like right now Mommy i said get they it. were gonna
0: be here at two it's noon and they're here yeah it, i like... get
1: it i get i get it, it it's She doesn't – my only thing is if it is you're living in her house Mm -hmm. and she doesn't like it, then there should be a compromise. You shouldn't be able to smoke in the living room kind of thing. It should be a your room, your window open, whatever. I don't care if you do it, but don't let me see it. I get
0: that. But it sounds like the compromise was already there, right? Because if he's living with his mom and he's smoking in the living room – then the compromise is that she knows that he smokes in the house. It's not like she comes home and goes, what's that weird smell? And, oh, I don't know, Mom, you know, skunk ran by or some crap like that. I, I think the compromise, hey, Mom, tell me the right time. You know what I mean? It's like that's 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 kind of where it is. But, but yeah, she I mean, asked
1: him not to that day at all, and then he did in the living room. That's yeah. where I feel like he – that's why I said – It's not his fault, and it doesn't make him an asshole that they walked in on him, but it's still, he's still an asshole because he was asked not to. It's one day, and he couldn't do that, or Mm -hmm. at least do it in his room, or on, you know, outside, away from everywhere. Like, there was just, you know, oh, I'm going to open the windows, chill, and lounge in the living room in my underwear and smoke. Like, it's, like, again, it's not his fault they showed up early, Mm -hmm. or that he was told the wrong time, or whatever, but it is his fault that he did decide, I mean, she went to the store, I'm going to chill in the living room and do it. It It's like, you could have at least had the ability to choose a different area that wasn't quite so public because no matter what, uh, I hate that fair people enough. think that's fair that opening a window is going to completely just dissuade <laughs> it catching yeah. to any other fabrics or hanging out in the room. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's okay. still going to be I there. I accept
0: that. That's fair enough. So, <laughs> so. okay. You were the situation. I will, I will r- revise my statement a little. Okay. Situationally, you weren't the asshole, but, not honoring your mom in her house. Yeah, you were the asshole. And we agreed. So we can yeah. agree to that. Okay, I will fully accept it to that, and and mm-hmm. and we'll we'll put them there. And that's there it is. So, trial tribulation we, and <laughs> you know deliberation. So you were situationally
1: <laughs> yes, not the asshole. You, <laughs> you, you
0: you were clear, but you didn't respect your mom in her own place. So yeah, you you were wrong there. So. I accept that <laughs> so but uh, I don't want to dwell on that because you know I mean look everybody's different every you know every everybody's we don't know maybe mom lights up too and just didn't want it for that day but whatever it was well no he said that she hates weed because oh, that's right he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah that gosh, was the that whole it,
1: thing and that's why it's like it's her she? house he should respect that it's her house and not be you know I I I just, I, those, those situations always kind of irritate me because it is her house. Yeah. It's her house. It's her rules. Yeah. And sh- it sounds like you didn't care that she didn't like it. You're going to do it anyways. And so she gave up and was like, you know, whatever, just don't do it around me. I don't want to see it, smell it, whatever. And then he was like, okay. And then did it in the living room anyway. So that's just the, I mean, that's just, that's where I see it as him being kind of an asshole. Cause yeah. it's like, bro, <laughs> it's not your house. Move out if you want to be able to smoke, blaze up wherever you want. So, but. Again, fair, it's whatever. Fair,
0: <laughs> fair enough. You know, every, yeah, Every and every everybody's different. And as you can tell, our attitude towards, I mean, you, you've listened to our podcast before. You know, if you've listened to our podcast before, you know, our attitude is on drugs. It's like, we don't like them, but legalize them because it's the best way that anybody's going to get help on anything. You know, I, I want to point out that when alcohol was illegal, when during Prohibition, mm-hmm. there were more alcohol related deaths and accidents than there was when alcohol was legalized and it's, it's kind of the same thing. And the stigmatism behind weed, I, I, I look at it now and I just go, whatever, it's just not my thing, you know, but Mm -hmm. Hey, if you want to, that's fine. What people want to vape, that's fine. You want to smoke. That's fine. You want to drink. That's fine. Whatever. If you're not hurting other people in the process, do whatever to it, you know? And it's like, so that's where that is. So, now, I wish I had a good segue to get over to the business <laughs> side of things so I could talk about smoking weed and then getting over to to uh, talking about the Better Business Bureau, um, but uh, I don't. <laughs> so I'm just, just going to say this, but it was really cool. So one of our listeners, uh, Russell, and I'm just going to say B is his last name, um, but uh, reached out to me after digging into me, which was kind of <laughs> impressive, which is why I'm going to go ahead and res- respond to this. And asked me, he said, Hey, look, I looked you up. I looked you, who you are. I looked who you worked for. Um, he goes, I have a business question for you. So he's got a business. He didn't tell me what kind of business, but I'm, I'm going to assume it's a business. It sounds like it's a customer service related. I looked a little bit. It looks like um, he might be like, you know, a, a business decorator designer or something like that, along with furniture and asked me if I thought he should join the Better Business Bureau. And he's got, you know, six employees. He's been in business for just over a year. And he got a thing from uh, a representative of the Better Business Bureau. And he's looked online and seen a bunch of different opinions and stories on it and wanted to know what I thought. So I was like, cool, I get to answer a question (laughs) from one of our listeners. So Russell, uh, all right. So and and the and his exact question was uh, whether or not I thought he should join the Better Business Bureau if I thought the Better Business Bureau was a scam. And the answer is yes. I think both, and I'm I'm going to explain this now. The Better Business Bureau is is listed on the consumer side as something that a consumer can call, and you now, for anybody who doesn't know, if you have a question about a business, if you wonder about a business, if you want to make a complaint about a business, if you want to make a compliment about a business, um, the original was not Yelp. It wasn't Google. It wasn't you looking up reviews. It was the Better Business Bureau, and the Better Business Bureau came after the Department of Consumer Affairs, and what you could do is you call up the Better Business Bureau and say, Hey, I'm, I'm looking at ABC plumbing. You know, I want to know what the Better Business Bureau has on them. The Better Business Bureau says, Oh, well, we don't have anything on them. Okay. Or the better you call up and say, Hey, I'd like to know about ABC plumbing and the Better Business Bureau says, Oh, well they have an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Like, Oh, okay. Right. So it mm-hmm. sounds good. Or you call up the Better Business Bureau and they say ABC plumbing and say, Oh, Well, based on our current information, they actually have a D rating with the Better Business Bureau. Okay? Which one of those do you want to hear as a consumer when you call them up?
1: An A+. Of course.
0: Right? And you can go online and there's different Better Business Bureaus depending on where you are. It's not a national database. It's a localized database. And each Better Business Bureau is managed and run by different people in different departments. Okay? Okay. And they all interlink by name. But the Better Business Bureau is paid for and you can actually call them. And oh, I should totally do that. How would a phone call be on this thing? I have no idea. Neither do I. <sighs> okay. If you call up the Better Business Bureau, your local Better Business Bureau, you, you'll hear something like say, thank you for calling Bumstead, Egypt's Better Business Bureau, you know, where we help you as the bowl on deciding which businesses to choose and everything else. If you'd like to make a complaint, You know, but in their opening statement, they also say paid for by participating members of the Better Business Bureau. Hmm. Okay, so the Better Business Bureau's money does not come from you as the end consumer. The Better Business Bureau's money comes from me as a business owner. OK,
1: well, that's a little bit of a red flag. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, this is where special interest comes in and, and people understand this. And now you see all these flyers where you see that BBB accredited BBB, you know, member BBB A plus rating. Right. Uh-huh. OK, so now here's where here's where it all comes down to. And here's the dirty little secret that people don't want to tell you. I joined the Better Business Bureau with SIA Professional Services and I maintained an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And I spent one hundred. No, I spent two hundred and something dollars a year. To maintain that that business relationship because of the number of employees that I had the fewer employees that you have the less you pay annually. Okay. Okay. So I had a customer who did not understand the concept of your monitor is going to be a different color than our monitor. So online, you know, you proofing a print job online is not what we want. We want you to come down to the shop. Oh, can you send me a picture? No, we want you to come down to the shop. Yeah. Okay. And we want you to understand that here's the number, here's the, ca- the code for it. If it's RGB, here's the number codes for those RGBs. Here's the number codes for the CMYKs. So you can look those up because your monitor and my monitor are two different monitors. Mm-hmm. Okay. We understand that. But every now and then, especially in the print industry, customers don't. You get somebody who's like, interwebs is what? You know, <laughs> and, uh, and it doesn't work right, right? So I'm a member of the Better Business Mural. I had a customer who was insistent that she was going to number one, break into the real estate market in a way that was, you know, no, no other real estate agent. Cause she's special, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Now there is a color in the print industry that we all hate. And so we have to designate a one specific barrel, 55 gallon barrel of this one color. And that is Keller Williams red. Keller Williams red is not McDonald's red. It is not stop sign red it is a very specific red. It is annoying and it's like anytime that you have to use that red, you have to use that red, okay? But Keller Williams bought that ink for from us. Okay. Like so they had a 55 gallon barrel that was Keller Williams. This woman's name, I shit you not, and I don't care, I'm not going to save her <laughs> her name was Kelly Williams. <sighs> OK, And so Kelly Williams decided that she was going to compete with Keller Williams and wanted to have the same red as them, to which we said we can't. Nobody can. We're not going to use their You know, we, we in our side, we're like, we're not going to use their red to make her red because Keller Williams w- was our num- was one of our largest clients and we were their number one independent printer in northern California. Okay. We're not going to mess with them. Well, yeah. sorry, this one woman who thinks she's going to come in and I'm going to name it McDonald's. <laughs> you know, it's like nope, not going to happen, right? We're not going to be a part of that. And so she got a red and was close to the red, and she approved this red. Okay, and we're like, okay, we'll come in and approve it. We'll we'll print up a proof. No, 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 no. Just send it to me. Uh, no, we can do it online if we've already done a print job before. Because you already know what it's going to look like, yeah. Based on a print job before, first job with this woman, okay. And she sat there and she's like, "No, no, no, I'm just going to just take a picture of it." Okay, it's the same thing. What oh. are you going to look at the picture on? But she refused, and she refused, and we're like, "Okay." And we put, we had our attorneys drop, and we had a disclosure and a release on our on the approval form that said that you approve it as it is, understanding there's variances in monitors and colors and tones and Pantones and everything, right? And so she. Agree to it and we printed it up and we're talking about $20,000 print job. Oh my okay? goodness. Because everything from trifolds and bifolds and posters and real estate signs and business cards and brochures and r- invoices she, <laughs> and her paperwork, all of she that stuff really? came in all gung-ho all at once. All with the approved CMYK red that she picked on the number, agreed to on the on the number scale. All of this stuff, and 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 it's our shop.
1: Uh-huh. So
0: we knew we were like, okay, we're gonna get this done, this done, this done. Down to you know, so they were all done in the day. Now, if you looked and you looked at every single one of those print jobs, be very proud. Anybody in the print industry will tell you this: to have you know a large format printer, a plotter, um, an offset printer. And to have, you know, um, a, a laser printer and to be able to get all of the same red so it was consistent across all of them is insane to do. But our guys did it. We were very proud of it. We got it and everything else. She came in, came to the warehouse, you know, picked picked up all of her printing in a in this big emptied out minivan so that she could get it. said everything looked great left and two days later called me up. Guess why?
1: Because it wasn't the right red.
0: I took it up to a Keller Williams sign and I held up everything and none of it matches the Keller Williams red. That's right, Kelly. We told you we can't do that. The Keller Williams has their own red, that nobody can do that. Well, I looked at the one on the monitor and it was the same color. Again, Kelly. God. your monitor is a different color than my monitor. Your monitor, if you adjusted it to be, but did you hold it up and like take a you know, save the image and go look at it next to a Keller Williams image in the color? No, and so belligerent, belligerent, you're gonna give me my money back, you're gonna give me a discount, you're gonna do all these things, of and, course. I, and, and you know, or I'm gonna report you now. I, as a business owner, at that point, love those three words, I'm
1: gonna report you.
0: Oh, yeah, because you as a customer, have multiple outlets in which you can report me, okay? Mm -hmm. I, as a member of the Better Business Bureau, am going to wedge that right in there. Go ahead, we're members of the Better Business Bureau. If you have a problem and a complaint, go ahead and complain to them. That's fine, I'm not gonna stress. You know what I don't say? Go to the Department of Consumer Affairs, go to an attorney, go Uh to, no, no. I say go to the Better Business Bureau, and she's like, yeah, well, I will, click. All right, so $212. I just I just looked it up to make sure what what I was paying a year for for the Better Business Bureau for my membership. Okay, Mm -hmm. so this is what happens. So she calls up the Better Business Bureau and, you know, Kelly complains to the Better Business Bureau, tells them exactly what's going on. Better Business Bureau. First thing that they do is they look me up. And they look me up and they see that, oh, they are a member of the Better Business Bureau. And look, Alex is their account rep no problem let me get you over to somebody that can help you out and so they get back over on the line with kelly say okay. let me get you over to somebody who can help you out with this kelly like okay perfect guess who they give her
1: your account representative they get, my
0: account representative alex gets this phone call okay and he calls and, and says okay what's going on and so she tells him and he goes okay well let me send you a form i need you to go ahead and fill out this form online and then resu- and submit this form back to me. I need to submit it submitted within 30 days. We we try to do things nice and quickly here and submit it back to me within the next 30 days. And then what I'm and then what happens from there is we go to the business, we get their side of it, and we'll go back and forth and we'll we'll make sure that we take care of this. And if there's any kind of issues or anything, we actually have arbitration in place, which is gonna cost you a hundred dollars, you know, if it gets to this point. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Okay, no problem. So she goes through and fills out this report. Okay. Okay. fills out this entire report about how, first off, we lied. We were we were being, you know, dishonest Ah, and disingenuous. And despite the emails and the digital conversation, but but she's brain is thinking that she's going to get a discount because she heard discount. And oh, man, she heard discount. (laughs) And, you know, you think about a twenty five percent discount on, you know, a twenty thousand dollar order. That's five grand. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's that's a number. Right. And and we could tell this wasn't her first rodeo that she was very, re- very used to being able to complain her way into a discount okay. okay, or into getting what she wants. And I mean, literally had that lifestyle, that everything, but didn't matter. So then Alex uh, calls me up and he's like, hey, Joey, how's it going? I'm like pretty good. I'm like, let me guess, Kelly. And he goes, <laughs> yes, sir. And I said, okay. Uh, does she fill out the report? He goes, he did. She did. And I said, okay. can you go ahead and send it to me? He goes, like, yeah, Uh, can you answer that in like five days? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll answer it right now. No problem. I'm between meetings right now. I can go ahead and do that for you. So I get this report from the Better Business Bureau stating all of this stuff. So I take and I send back the report to the Better Business Bureaus with all of the evidence and everything that I have showing the other way. To which Alex now has my mountain, doesn't matter, could have been a bullet, but it gave him a mountain of stuff going back to her. Now, Alex is still there. His job is, you know, mediating this whole thing, uh-huh. right? And so Alex calls, call, gets, gets all the information, finds out the numbers and everything else, and he's really good at his job. And part of what his job is, is to tell the customer, <laughs> no, you know, without <laughs> the customer being upset. Okay. And so he sits there and so he tells her, he says, hey, listen, he goes, um, you know, got the email con- conversations back and forth and the, and they did put you on this and they're, they're saying that they didn't do any wrong. I'm not saying whether or not they did anything wrong or not. That's not what my job is. I want to let you know what they said. Your choices right now are you can, ex- we can accept this from them, or we can go to arbitration. And as I told you before, arbitration is going to cost you a hundred dollars. And what we do is we bring in the independent third party attorney that will come and sit down and we'll sit down between the two of you. So you won't have to pay any additional attorney's fees, or anything like that. You'll just be paying for, you know, half of the attorney's fees that are for this attorney to come in. And that attorney is going to sit down and go back and forth with the, with the two of you, just you and Joey in a room, listen to both sides. And then they're going to come out with a written recommendation, um, based on that. And it's going to be legally binding. So on either side and we'll, we'll get Joey to sign it too. So it won't just be you. And she's like, yeah, do that. Right. Cause she's going to beat me face to face. So so sure enough. So she pays the money and Alex is, you know, tells me and I'm like, okay, so I pay the money. I'm like, Oh, hundred bucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so because a hundred bucks versus $5,000, which one do you think I'm going to pay? Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so we get there, I bring everything printed up and you know, I know better. I'm no to bring everything and everything printed up. And uh, generally as a business owner, you don't want to bring attorneys to things like this because there's already an attorney there as an arbitrator. And attorneys in small circles, you know, are, are, are a small circle mm-hmm. and an attorney will have heard of another attorney or at least their firm. And most firms don't like each other. It's like churches, you know, yeah. one, one church doesn't like another church type situation. So you don't do that. So I, I got with my attorney, got everything together that I needed to make sure it was there, showed up and sat down and we were there for an hour and first she came in just all smug and everything else and just da, 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 da. And it was like, and we went through everything and they went through the conversation and then we got through there and left and. And, uh, you know, attorney got all of the information. Everything was there. We both signed our our binding arbitration, meaning whatever was decided there was what we were going to go with. And, of course, at the end of it, you know, the Better Business Bureau said, you know what? SIA is not at fault. (laughs) You know. Obviously. So, and basically told her, you know, and that's where it is. Now, she did sign, she signed that binding arbitration. Now, here's the great thing about this. Can you tell me, Any other line of business where you're about to be sued for, you know, a job that was tens of thousands of dollars where you could get an attorney for a total of three hundred (laughs) and twelve dollars. No. Okay. Where you could get court and arbitration and legally, you know, legal, legal backup for three hundred and twelve dollars. Right. That's what the Better Business Bureau did for me. Now, here's the great thing. Let's let's go to the other side of it. Let's say I. I had everything wrong and everything was blue and I flipped Kelly off and I absolutely was rude to her the entire time and I agreed to go to that arbitration and at that arbitration they said hey you know what you are going to give her five grand back and everything else do you know what's important about that Hmm. number one most people don't follow through all the steps that she had to go through Mm -hmm. to have this complaint to be wrong right number two no matter what, I maintained that anybody looking me up online, I still had an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, no matter what. So for $312...
1: I mean, that makes sense because you followed through. Sure. You go through all of that and you follow through with it. There may have been a complaint, but you didn't just, like, dip out.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. But if I had done all of those exact same things and I wasn't a member of the Better Business Bureau... I would have an unsatisfactory rating with the Better Business Bureau. Makes sense. Yep. So is it scam? It's scammy. It's, <laughs> a little, it's, it's very on the edge of being scammy, right? But at the same time.
1: It saved you from it, thousands of dollars and
0: it, being spent. And even though she lost, she felt better because she honestly, she just wanted more and more people to complain. And, you know. When somebody at the Better Business Bureau is telling you, yeah, no, you have a legal right, absolutely, and we support you in that legal right, when the back of their head they're going, you're a dingbat. (laughs) You're an absolute widget of a person, but we'll happily take your money, protect our client, and keep growing our our base because if somebody's not an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau, meaning they're not paying that money every year, then they don't have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. You cannot have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau unless you are a member of the Better Business Bureau.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: So and maybe that's changed. I don't think so. But <laughs> I I will I will say, Russell, a hundred percent join the Better Business Bureau because if you can think of any other world where you can have an attorney on retainer for less than two hundred dollars a year, then you let me know. And you know, multi-level marketing, legal blah blah, you know, no, those those don't work, those aren't there. But having somebody who's literally on your side that is a powerful marketing tool, because if I hand you as an end consumer, Kiki, I hand you as an end consumer two flyers for two companies that charge the same, but I sit there and I tell you, well, just so you know, we have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and I just leave it at that. And the other company, what what did I set you up to ask the next company?
1: Do you have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau?
0: and, And now I, as a company owner at that company, say, no, they're a scam. I would enjoy the Better Business Bureau.
1: And then you sound like a bad business. (laughs) Right.
0: No, I don't need this stuff. You'll get anyway. (laughs) So, but that's exactly it. And so, is the Better Business Bureau a scam? Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 you know what they are? They're, they're as much a scam or a tool as you want them to be. If you're, if you're going to use a better, and here's the thing if you're going to think you're going to join the Better Business Bureau and give crappy customer service and that, you know, Alex or anybody else at the Better Business Bureau is just going to take you month after month, if you cost them more money than you make the Better Business Bureau,
1: then you won't have a good rating They will
0: <laughs> absolutely toss you out unless you are paying for tens of thousands of employees. And if you question that, go look at Walmart's Better Business Bureau rating. Okay? So I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm not going to tell anybody <laughs> what it is. I'm going to encourage you to go to the Better Business Bureau and see what Walmart's rating is and know that they're members of the better business bureau. So, you know, or they were last I looked. So, but you know, guys, I, I was so excited about that question. <laughs> I mean, I really was. And you know, I, I just was like, I can't believe it. So I know you want, you had some gardening stuff to talk about, but I just, I really wanted to get that out there, especially cause that, that is officially the first question somebody's asked on our podcast for our podcast. And, and, uh, Russell dug into me there, which is fine. I don't hide myself. I was like pretty happy about that. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I saw your warts, saw this, is all, <laughs> all your stuff." And I was like, "Okay, okay, what wh- what you need there, Russell? Kind of digging in there. As long as you don't know my favorite color, we're in good shape, brother." <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. So if, if you guys have any questions, reach out and wherever. If you want to reach out and, and you want to email us through our Gmail, which is stupid podcast on everything at gmail Or you want to go to our, you know, our YouTube page or any of our uh, podcasts or our Reddit, Instagram, wherever you want to ask questions. And, you know, and and Kiki loves loves her Instagram stuff. And so if you guys (laughs) want to want to message her through Instagram and ask questions, absolutely. And just understand that these are our opinions. You know, we're just telling you what we know and what our experiences and what our experiences have been. Things can change. Maybe now the Better Business Bureau is more Gestapo-y than, <laughs> than that. And they're like, no, bad customer service. You are dead. You know, whatever it is. But, you know, we, we absolutely love these. So thanks a lot, Russell. Hope I help you, helped you out with that. And uh, with that, since what, what do you got for gardening today?
1: um i've got a few little tips and things about indoor seed starting
0: mm. because this is good yeah we talked about this morning the fact that lily had uh left the door open and was trying to kill your starters so mm-hmm. yeah absolutely
1: so the best thing that you can do when you start a garden is start some plants earlier inside um and a lot of people when they first start They wonder why, because, you know, you think gardening, you don't think of people having plants inside anywhere for their garden outside. You think, oh, you put a seed in the ground and you watch things grow. However, there are a lot of benefits (laughs) to growing things, you know, indoors, starting your seeds indoors Mm -hmm. um, before you get started on your garden outside, months before you're even going to be outside. So um, it helps you get precise plantings with less seeds. And there okay. are a million and one different ways that people grow their seeds inside. And I can go over a few of the ones that I have tried, haven't tried, and everything at a different date, but the more yeah. or less it gives you precise plantings. Um you don't have to waste as many seeds with it. You mm-hmm. get to grow healthier plants than things that you can buy at the hardware store. Absolutely. There are a few things that I will always buy from the hardware store just because I'm still a little bit lazy. <laughs> like um getting, you know, already established rosemary plants Mm -hmm. is a lot easier than trying to grow rosemary from seed sure so things like that not
0: things like lettuce where the lettuce starter costs as much as a head of lettuce yeah
1: it's not worth it it's it's really not so and then yeah the things will always taste better when you grow them 100 percent at home Mm -hmm. than when you buy starts or you yeah
0: like we've we know the difference Mm -hmm. when between growing it in soil and nutrient-dense soil yeah so
1: and then you get to extend your season and get larger yields because mm-hmm. you only have so much space in your garden in any given amount of time. Mm-hmm. You can make it, if you plan things right, you know your timing well, then you can end up with your pulling dead plants out and already have established plants that you're going to be planting in their place. So you can very much extend your season because you can grow things earlier. And then you get to reduce the weed competition. And that's one that mm-hmm. people don't really think about is when you're trying to grow things outside at the start of your spring season you're putting seeds in the ground and you have to water that soil right and you're inviting all of those freshly thrown around pollen all <laughs> that seeds competition and everything tears. yeah that makes sense. because you're watering it so if you're not touching that soil and then suddenly you just have plants in there those plants establish those roots and there's not a lot of room for weeds to start you know growing by the time there's already roots in there those roots or those weeds have nowhere to go mm-hmm. so there, but there are definitely plants that you do not start inside. So root crops, 100% a no. You never want to start root crops inside. That's literally going to be things like carrots and radishes, beets, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Because those things do not like their roots being disturbed. Along with things like um, that vine, they do not like being disturbed either. So cucumbers sense. and uh, zucchini, um, for the most part, zucchini doesn't like it. You can transplant zucchini, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but
0: you can transplant like your pole beans and things like that right
1: no they don't like it oh okay uh any kind of beans and things like that you want to plant them straight in the ground so uh things like that are just they they don't like their roots being disturbed so if you ever see anything read your seed packets all the time look it up on you know verify it within several sources because there are a lot of people that do start almost everything inside because they know how to do it Mm -hmm. and so it but for the beginning, when you're first starting, I would definitely recommend making sure that on the seed packet it either says um, transplants or direct sow. If it's direct sow, that means you go straight outside and put it in the ground. But if it says transplant, that means you're growing it inside first. Um, so things that you know have long growing seasons are definitely things that you want to start inside, like tomatoes and peppers, eggplants, broccoli, and other heading cabbage family crops. They should be started indoors because they take forever to grow. And people don't realize that, that, you know, you think, oh, man, tomatoes and peppers and things like that. If you do not live like zone nine or, you know, higher, you really don't want to plant those things outside because they grow and they grow really slow, like Mm -hmm. literally my tomatoes and peppers and eggplant. Those are going to be planted inside in the next couple of weeks Mm -hmm. because they take two, three months to really get established and start to get to that point where their roots are ready to grow out and not just down because that's what they do. And that's what's happening behind the scenes. Your plants are growing at a slow pace up, but it's what's in the ground that is needing to be established before you transplant them. Tomatoes and peppers are really resilient. You can keep them in a pot for a very long time Mm -hmm. and they can get root bound in the pot but you can still shake those roots out and put it in the ground after a month of being root browned. And for the most part, they will be okay. So those yeah. things are always better started earlier than later because the last thing you want is the heat of summer to kick in before you even have any fruiting plants. Because <sighs> if you don't live in a place like where we live in, mm-hmm. you can keep those plants alive and then as soon as it starts to cool down, they'll start producing again like my pepper plants did. Versus but
0: bolting and seeding. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it's about timing. Um, so for the most part, Figuring out when you should start the seeds, if mm-hmm. you're wanting to be more exact, it's not very hard. You figure out how many weeks it takes for the seedlings to grow big enough for transplanting, and that's how early, how much earlier than your frost date you plant those seeds in a seed tray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not hard at all. Sometimes it takes some thinking. For, for, for the most part, your seed uh, packets will tell you. So, But if you're saving yeah. seeds, you're getting seeds from other people, if they can't tell you, they don't know. You can do some research, some quick little research, and for the most part, you can figure it out. So,
0: and if you do run behind, then you can always find you know local farmers markets, or yeah. if you're in East Texas, like you know you can reach out to Hiki, and I'm sure that she could probably even sell you some starters. Would be happy <laughs> to sell you some starters. That's and what take I'm your trying money. this year. So, I want to get some yeah. starters
1: and some because I have so many pots left over from buying mm-hmm. plants and all that. So I have the ability to make a lot of starters, and I'm excited for it. Um, but so then the other thing, the same thing we talk about all the time. Soil, soil, soil. Yeah. <laughs> you want your soil to be no less than perfect when you're starting seeds. Absolutely. Because you want your plants to be strong before you even bring them outside. Um, so yeah. seed starting mediums are, uh, they're basically, there's, there's just, there's so many different soils. There's a, it, there's. Organic soil mixtures for everything from like house plants and vegetable plants Mm -hmm. and, you know, outdoor gardens, indoor gardens, potting soil versus soil that you add to your, you know, in ground garden to like there's so much. It's not always the best to use the highest quality or most expensive because it really depends what's in it. Right. Figure out what's in the soil, especially if you're buying pre-made soil bags. I buy seed starting bags because it's just easier, but I can still make a seed starting medium without, you know, buying, you know, I can buy the cheap soil and buy the other ingredients I know I need for the, the soil supplements. Yeah, yeah, without having to buy the seed starting medium, it's just it's been faster for me and just it's it's a lot easier for me to just buy the seed starting medium. So if you don't, if you can't find that, make sure that you have, um, you know, find a good recipe online mm-hmm. because they're all over the place. Um,
0: Raise worms. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> thing. Um, Seriously. So, but make oh yeah, sure that you. Come in.
1: Yeah, <laughs> make sure that you figure out. All the things that your seeds need because mm-hmm. some seeds need to be pre-soaked. Some seeds need it to be hotter than it is for others to be able to germinate. Some seeds need stratification, which is when you put them in the fridge or the freezer before you plant them. Yep. Um, so like I know, like I said before, lavender needs that. Uh, make sure you keep the soil moist at all times for every single seed that you're germinating if there's no water it will not grow Mm -hmm. so watering on a daily basis when you're waiting for them to grow not soaking them spraying with mist so you know that it gets to that point of you know your seed is in some soil moisture Mm -hmm. let it dry out and be right back out there the day after that i always do that people say oh don't water your things for two or three days but then you're soaking the soil to keep it wet when it's germinating. Keep the soil wet, no, but you, don't you let it drip. Soil,
0: you keep your soil shiny, which I've I've always noticed. Which is yeah, definitely the way you want to do that. So.
1: And then the last thing that I will say: once you have seedlings, you have to have light. You have to have airflow and you have to have humidity Mm -hmm. if you don't have any of those things your seedlings will not be happy if you're light you have to check your grow lights if you're doing it in sunlight then obviously those seeds are going to be more than happy but you have to make sure you're rotating those seeds because they will start to grow towards your window if it's not a good you know windows on all sides of your walls (laughs) then they're going to grow towards the light so make sure you rotate it so that they're not you know arching over to try to get to that sun if they're already outside and they have directly above them light then they'll go great if you have them under Uh, grow lights make sure that they're close enough to the light but not too close because you don't want to burn your seeds Mm -hmm. but you don't want to make sure that they're getting leggy trying to reach the light that's what i had to learn the hard way so i have great lights but i have to be able to lower and raise them as my plants get taller because they always check for the lean because your plants will tell you
0: where the light's coming from that they'll want and if you have like a crack in a window yeah and you have the grow lights but they're all leaning towards the window something's wrong with your lights
1: yeah and then People really, really, really underestimate how much you have to have airflow in your plants. Mm-hmm. People think, oh, hey, my plants are fine and then I can you know, start to introduce them to the sunlight and then they'll be okay. That is not true. You have to have some kind of fan blowing your plants around because once they go outside, if they haven't been used to being blown around, mm-hmm. the first time you get a, a light spring breeze, they're just going to snap yeah people don 't realize that, so and then humidity just it helps with keeping the soil moisture up and everything. It makes it so you don't have to wash your or wash water your plants as often, so make sure that you also make uh harden off your plants. Mm-hmm. You cannot just take plants that have been inside twenty four seven for the entire beginning of their life and just throw them outside. They will get burned by your sunlight just
0: like your kids
1: <laughs> so Make sure that you bring them outside for two hours in the day and then three hours and then four hours. And then, you know, slowly add it every, you know, every two days, mm-hmm. how long they're out there. And then they'll be fine to be outside. The temperatures change as you harden them off. You make sure that you're watching the temperatures outside because yep. you can leave them out overnight. Sometimes, sometimes you can't. So all of that stuff, you know, I can go into more detail on it in a different you know, podcast episode. And I can definitely ask me questions about any of that because that if there's anything that i'm like i got down when it comes to gardening it's starting the seeds indoors mm-hmm. i've done it so many times now that i i get it i know how to do it it's just that my laziness sometimes takes over and i want to go out there and water them and <laughs> so. if you go,
0: go check our reddit today um you will see her spinach crop from last year doing exactly this yeah i'll, I'll well, post it up on yeah. on several different things yeah, i'll post yeah.
1: it on our instagram Most i'll post several. it on facebook i'll post it on reddit um, it, it was a great crop. And I'll definitely make sure that a lot of the things that I posted last year on my gardening mm-hmm. page, if I start talking about any of it and I have a post from it, I'll definitely upload that so you guys can see what I'm talking about. That's the great thing about starting doing the online content last year is so that I can reference what I'm talking yep. about with actual physical evidence. So, so yeah, no, that's seed starting 101. <laughs> definitely, yeah. like I said, I'll go into more detail as I go. You know especially as i get to that point with my plants yeah so
0: totally well and with that thank you so much for joining us on mm-hmm. our afternoon dive we uh are hope you guys have a great weekend honestly yeah. um f- if you're in east texas with us hey we finally got a good weekend take full advantage of it this is really like yeah. i fully expect that monday kiki's gonna be like let me tell you guys everything i did and gonna <laughs> take over everything And be like oh i hope nobody had any business questions but, uh, we'll, you know, definitely reach out to us on our social media. We appreciate you all so much. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, once again, this has been the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And reminding you that whatever doesn't kill you is probably prepping for the Super Bowl. Peace out with your Peace out. Bye.